Where Ideas Launch, the podcast for the sustainable innovator. We won't save the planet by recycling 50% of our waste. We save it by not creating waste. Season two goes heavily into circular business models and innovation while creating a space to discuss issues important to our society, like education. Join me and my guest as we explore and create pathways toward a future for the planet. Becky Baines is a teacher who founded the Ink Bin in 2019 as a direct result of trying to make an impact toward issues of climate and recycling, as well as raising valuable funds for schools and charities across the UK. She now works tirelessly to save home use ink cartridges from landfill, and to date has rescued approximately 30,000 products destined for landfill. Her latest project is encouraging busy teachers to set up eco-councils or eco-clubs within schools by giving easy step-by-step weekly resources and ideas as well as starting points for weekly discussions. Becky, welcome to Where Ideas Launch. Hello, good morning. Thank you for having me. Wonderful to have you, Becky. Why is it important that we address ink disposal in your view? Why is this such a passion for you? I think, obviously, we're on a journey where we need to be thinking about everything we use. But I think for me, ink is something that is an essential part of our lives that we can't do without. And at present, technology means that it's still got to be in plastic. The other thing about ink cartridges is the fact that they are actually so easy to recycle. They are likened to a refillable water bottle. So as long as they go into a factory, they can be refilled up to six times. So for me, it's about spreading the word to people that it's okay and very, very easy to recycle them. Um, It's also something that we're selling so much of in the UK. We're selling 45 million units every year and 80% of those go straight into landfill which is just unnecessary. Wow, that's a really big number. Um, Yeah. Tell me a little bit about where you have these services available now in the UK and how how your business is set up. We started off mostly focusing on schools and charities. So I uh, created the ink bin as such, which is a lovely cardboard bin, which gets personalised for each individual organisation that works with us. We started by uh, sending out ink bins across schools, charity shops, various different places. And the local community would then bring their ink cartridges and drop them in. As we grow, we're getting more and more interest from local councils, retail outlets, chains and all sorts who are keen to actually put the ink bin across all of their different stations. And what's been the biggest struggle for you in getting all this going? I could imagine Uh, you've had a few. We've had a few. I think keeping the resilience going. covid really was difficult for us and as it was our second year of business as well it was just keeping the faith that actually we are doing something really special and to keep going and it's proven that the last two weeks actually since um, things are opening up more all of a sudden the business is is going where I very much hoped it would be but I think it's it has been that resilience to keep going on the days when we're working so hard and you keep having the message that we love what you're doing but we can't do it with you because of Covid. And how have you balanced this with your teaching life? I can imagine that's also complicated. Yeah it is so I still teach every morning and uh, I do that via Zoom now and I have a, a wonderful student who I work with but yes it's been a real struggle to balance everything especially because anybody who knows me will know I'm so passionate and enthusiastic that I take on every new project that comes my way so really I, I guess what has fallen by the wayside is 
any sort of personal life or right. time for myself <laughs> and how are you incorporating this into the work that you the teaching work that you do I think I try and incorporate it into the teaching but I think it's been the other way around more so that the teaching has completely impacted the journey the Inkbin has taken um, we do tireless work with schools and we're very, very set up to work with schools because I understand what busy places they are. So I make the systems very much fit into them rather than having to fit in around us. But also I'm working tirelessly with educating young people on matters of sustainability. Uh, we produce weekly newsletters for anyone who wants to read them, but they're targeted really at five to 18 year olds. And I am at the moment on the committee for the Eco Colchester Festival, which is happening in September, uh, running the educational side of things. I think it's a case of once a teacher, always a teacher. And I think anybody who starts to look into the business will see that it's had a huge impact on how the Inkbin runs. You mentioned that we, what is your team like? The team is very small. And I say we because actually at the moment, it's pretty much me and my two fabulous children who spend their lives groaning that we have to go and empty another ink bin or mummy has to sit and go on another zoom call we are in the process of getting a kickstart employee which I'm thrilled about and in the process also of looking to employ some young people around the local area to help with the educational provision as well that sounds really really fascinating yeah, yeah. and what got you into sustainable design and, and circular economy what was the inspiration for you like so many people I'm passionate about what's going on in our world and the changes that are happening and I'm a mum of two young children I want them to grow up in a beautiful world uh, when I came across a business that can help the environment and help schools and charities to fundraise it was a win-win for me but then the more I engrossed myself in the sustainability world and the more that I develop my understanding of the circular economy, the more I'm just hooked. I'm passionate. It's it's common sense, very, very simple concept. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. And in terms of these eco councils and eco clubs, what mm. what have you gotten from those so far? How many of those have you been able to implement and how are they progressing? It's COVID has been such an issue for us. So we have lots and lots of people wanting to be engaged. We work with schools who already have eco clubs, but sadly haven't really been able to run them. And I think so much of being an eco club is actually young people getting together and bouncing ideas off of each other or going outside and doing something practical together. That at the moment we are, we are just waiting for September. I'm so excited um, for September to come when I think there's going to be an explosion of environmental understanding and passion and I'm really really hoping that uh, come September we can get hundreds of new eco clubs inspired to start up. Wonderful and in terms of your your um your spread across the UK how yeah. how far across the UK are you now? Oh it's funny I um, was asked this question the other day and I've realised we have um ink bins in all four corners of the UK we're not so much in Ireland at the moment, but we have them up in um, Glasgow and Dumfries. We have them in Abercafenny. We're on the east side, so there's lots and lots in um, the eastern region. And we're down as far as Devon and Cornwall as well. So everywhere, which is wonderful. 
And what would you say to other entrepreneurs who are starting purpose-driven missions? So for example, I, I run a community of 2,400, I think. It, it grows every day, mm-hmm. but women in sustainable business who are trying to make yeah. an impact wherever they are. What would yeah. you say to them in terms of continuing this journey? Resilience has been a huge thing for me, but I also think believing in what you're doing is the hugest thing. Last year during COVID, there's been so many times when I've sat with my head in my hands thinking, why am I why am I carrying on with this when my poor children aren't getting me? I could be spending this time playing a board game with my children, but it was the belief that I was doing something really special that kept me going. I also think that we're in such an exciting time with sustainability at the moment that things are moving on so rapidly. It's it's not a daunting prospect to immerse yourself in it and learn and become knowledgeable very, very quickly. I'm speaking with so many people at local councils and other organisations at the moment who are only just on the beginning of understanding what the circular economy really is. So it, I would say to anybody who is interested in sustainability, that it's not too late to join the party. It's an exciting time. And I noticed that your business model involves the charity space as well. So tell me a little yeah. bit about, about how you're managing the financing and getting all this stuff working. Tell me a little bit about that, because I think yeah. that's also interesting for a lot of people. Yeah. So um, we are able to, because certain cartridges have got some value, we're able to give money back to charities We started this with very, very little investment. I had a little bit of investment for my family. Um, But other than that, we have worked on an absolute shoestring. Um, I jokingly say that we have been a cottage industry, but we are. We live in a little cottage on the edge of Essex and there have been ink cartridges all over my house for the last two years. And I think we've we've been very careful with how and when we've grown. We now have a, a large office space, but... We didn't take that on until we knew we could afford it. We're now at the stage where we we can afford to take on a member of staff, but we haven't run too quickly. Yeah, that's great. And have you had support from local local bodies? Have you had support from councils, for example, or other sort of uh, government grants? Uh, no, we haven't. We haven't, sadly. Um, we're looking. We've been looking into it, but um, not as of yet. We're trying to get some um, excitable grant opportunities. And I think that is in the pipeline, but very much it's been running as a very small business and building organically. Yeah. We have had um, interest from local councils who are wanting to buy our ink bins and gift them out to the schools. We actually um, have just launched with Sustainable Schools Leicester who bought 40 ink bins from us and then gifted them to 40 schools in Leicester. And I'm hoping that will grow as well. We work with lots and lots of groups. And the one thing that I think is quite unique about us and not the most entrepreneurial thing, but certainly the most sustainable thing that we do is we will accept any home use cartridge, even if they are not profitable for us, which then actually appeals to wider groups such as TerraCycle groups and particularly environmentally friendly schools who have already maybe been down the journey and been doing ink cartridge recycling for a long time but they choose to come to us because we will accept cartridges such as an Epson cartridge or a Brother cartridge and we also don't provide the plastic envelopes which a lot of the more sustainable groups we work with like. So I would say one of one of the big um, 
groups that we've had most success with is people passionate about plastic, people wanting to do the recycling streams. And the added bonus for them is that they can make some money for their group out of it. Which company contributes the biggest stock of recyclable ink cartridges for you? And have you considered working with them? At the moment, we have about 60% of what comes through are Canon and HP. About 20 to 30% of, their, of our overall stock is the inkjet cartridges, which we can refill and give money back for. We also have an awful lot of Epson cartridges come through and other companies such as Brother, Kodak, not quite so much. We are working towards working with these companies. I actually um, have had a phone call from, from a couple of them over the past. And as we grow, let's hope that we can work in partnership with them. I think that would be a really good, strong message yeah. as well. And yes. getting that responsibility to loop back, it's, it's all part of the circular model anyway. So getting, getting that Absolutely. investment. The more joined, yeah. And the more joined up thinking we can all do, um, it's for the greater good, isn't it? Wonderful. Really good. Thank you so much, Becky. And if you have any closing words or last advice that you want to give to my listeners about either getting involved in this space or continuing. I think the biggest thing that I'm passionate about is engaging young people. So we now have two websites. We have the Ink Bin and we have the inkbinschools.co.uk. I would encourage anyone with children in their lives, young people in their lives, to head over to the website and have a look at the newsletters and other resources. They're all completely free. We do it out, out of love rather than profiteering. And just please have a look, contribute if you would like to, and let us know your thoughts. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you today by Career Sketching with Catherine Ann Byam and the space where ideas launch. Career Sketching is a leadership development and coaching brand offering personalized career transition and transformation services. The Space Where Ideas Launch offers high performance group leadership coaching and strategy facilitation to businesses in the food and health sectors. To find out more, contact Catherine Ann Byam on LinkedIn.